so i please request everyone that understand that you do not require to eat all the time you can give your stomach a, a gap an interval of at least 14 hours to cleanse from inside before you put another meal hello and welcome to dr vedya's heal at home this is your podcast for everything health nutrition fitness yoga ayurveda and much more hi good evening how are you good evening very well thank you thank you for having me no thank you for joining we very excited for the session it should be a great one um Likewise. already so this session is with garma bhandari she's a yoga and wellness evangelist she's a transformation coach and she's very inspirational um you know including to a lot of us at dr medias So we're very happy Thanks. to have her here um, doing this live with us today. Um, so Garima, just while we have a few people joining in, do you want to quickly just introduce yourself, talk a bit about what you do? Great. Yes. Uh, thank you so much uh, for the introduction. I'm so happy to be here. And uh, yoga and wellness is my favorite subject. I live a holistic yoga lifestyle. I would say, and we're going to throw more light on that. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Garima Bhandari, uh, and uh, I am a yoga practitioner. And when I say uh, transformation coach, I mean that I help people uh, to change uh, their perspective of themselves on an inside-out plane. So I always feel that the transformation, the true transformation, happens. from the inside first and then you bring it and express it on the outside and that's the right way to foster better relationships socially personally and professionally so when you feel good about yourself when you are self reliant your uh, self esteem is heightened uh, it automatically shows on the outside in your body language in in your whole uh, disposition your demeanor everything it's it's out there but it has to come from within and that within thing how it happens we break down through wellness and yoga and how you really empower yourself and enrich your life that's what i do <laughs> great no um sounds very interesting um you know i'm very excited to hear more about your entire journey um but you know just getting into that would love to hear a bit more about your journey actually how you sort of got into yoga um you know how you got started i know there are a lot of people a lot of our viewers a lot of our customers you know obviously want to get into the practice of yoga regularly but you know it's not that easy to get started you know uh great so uh, my journey uh, my first rendezvous with yoga uh, began when um, i had uh, after my first pregnancy i would say i had a very bad miscarriage and my hemoglobin was almost uh it it dropped to almost 3 and the doctor told me that i don't see uh any chances of you ever conceiving again or you know you 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 getting back your confidence and everything is going to take time so i was already going through a lot of postpartum depression or uh, out of my first child birth and then this full miscarriage it it depleted me completely on a physical plane emotionally and mentally i was already not doing okay so you could say that the world had tormented apart from me and uh, i uh, i had this first uh, rendezvous uh, uh, in my second pregnancy when i had uh, 
to take these uh, prenatal yoga classes as, as advised by my doctor. So I was merely looking at uh, just having a natural childbirth and kind of radically changing my uh, situation of what I was fo- facing that time. I was facing a lot of water retention, bloating and uh, excessive weight gain and you know obviously the depression that I was going through. So all that. So uh, that's how I was preparing myself and I went first time and then uh, that was my first experience but I discontinued after I got in the rigmarole and uh, you know that uh, parent of two it's a crazy life. So I I wasn't doing anything and then after both the children were out there then I was like you know this is what every woman wants you know you want children and you want to be happier but why am I not happy I just didn't understand that you know I I wanted to uh, my lens was so myopic about myself I uh, that uh, I envisioned myself as somebody who could not even say a proper hello to people uh uh you know that was my state so um i somehow rolled out my mat and wanted to design a, a practice that uh, kind of empowers me to feel good about myself and that's how i rolled out my mat and then i wanted to know about uh, more about this lifestyle more about yogic science it, it's a 5000 year old practice you definitely need a guide or a coach or a mentor to take you through all the disciplines of this parampara this lineage Uh, so I went on to study under the tutelage of uh, uh, my guru Sharad Joey in Mysore. I spent time there. I read a lot and uh, I practiced and practiced, and that made progress. And uh, and then as soon after, I was already helping people to change their perspective of coming onto the mat. So that's my journey in brief. Wow, that's. Very inspiring story. Um, so, how many years has it been since you've been practicing yoga? Uh, now, I think it's close to six years, five, six years that I'm already practicing wow. yoga. Um, but anyway, to continue with the session, so you know, um, great to hear a bit about your story, how you got started in yoga. Um, also, so are there any tips just flowing from that? Uh, is there anything that you sort of recommend? um to someone who's looking to get started in yoga do you think um you know i know a lot of people stay tomorrow someone wanted to get started in yoga is it better to sort of do it under the tutelage of someone who has a lot of experience can people do this on their own what do you sort of recommend uh so uh, as coming back to the new normal these are very strange times so uh, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, right now not possible humanly to be under a guided uh, practice uh, one on one with someone so that's when this uh, digital aid comes in between and there are excellent providers now in the market who are making this uh, interaction quite accessible and this is the beauty and versatility of yoga practice that it can be applied modified and made uh, accessible at any part of the world uh, and we can practice it together uh, wherever you are based irrespective of your topography uh, in the uh, comfort of your home itself but if you have to leave it and if you have the time i highly recommend that you know one on one the kind of twists and binds and inversion and balances we do that you know you really need that physical uh, touch to be guided right but uh, but 
in these strange times the only way out is doing it through uh, the digital age that's what i would say but yes also i would like to say that uh, when you're starting up as a beginner so i have known a lot of students who are uh, were very flexible you know maybe they have been doing some contortions uh, mm-hmm. as a child uh, but they lack strength i have met a lot of people who go to the gym regularly they do weightlifting they're, they're very uh, good in their strength level but they lack flexibility so please mm-hmm. let's dispel this truth that uh, yoga uh, does not mean that it's meant only for flexible people it's a big misnomer and it's it's uh, you don't require any extraordinary strength to get started you just require uh, an inclination and your own self your body and a guide who can get you started through the journey and break down the alignment techniques for you great um so just again knowing from that one question that you know even firstly i wonder a lot um you know usually when you hear about people doing yoga they're waking up at like 4 a.m. 5 a.m. doing yoga early in the morning is there any right time as such to do yoga or is it you know whenever convenient for everyone uh, uh yes i would totally say that uh, please tweak it and incorporate it in your lifestyle and make it a regime which suits your lifestyle so uh now uh, professional commitments and the modern day lifestyle does not give us that kind of a way that we wake up at 4 o'clock ideal time is when the whole world is sleeping and before the sun rises your empty stomach you have had a good sleep uh and there's nobody who's going to disturb you so that is an ideal time early in the morning but but these days i just say that if you have an inclination to design a practice which is just 10 to 15 minutes and you find that that is going to be an integrated therapeutic practice for you so just do that you can even do kitchen yoga there are times i have done kitchen yoga standing in the kitchen in rikshasan and trying to find my balance trying to find my uh, you know just before the bed just before hitting the bed i'm doing a headstand because i want to feel centered <laughs> so this is the way this as i said it's it's very versatile so uh do not be very strict on the discipline uh and that is going to you know pull you down <laughs> so the idea is to self motivate and self motivate believe me you is the most difficult amongst all so so that's what i say that tweak it into your practice tweak it into your regime whenever you feel like just do it just be empty stomach <laughs> okay um so yeah so just again talking about empty stomach one question um you know that we we get asked a lot is about nutrition um so you know as someone you know i know you practice yoga you're a, you know very into wellness as well but also as a transformation coach um you know ayurveda believes that your stomach and your mind your gut are connected um you know and obviously the food you're putting in what you're eating how you're eating when you're eating all of that's extremely important um you know and i'd love to hear what your view is on that you know just how important a role nutrition plays not only in terms of staying healthy but also in terms of staying positive uh the way we act or behave about ourselves and the way others perceive us eventually everything is connected and uh, yes you said it very rightly that everything is connected to the gut health first uh 80 to 85% of our health that's what ayurveda also says that is totally dependent on uh how we eat and what we eat people used to say that you know we are what we eat but we are also what we uh 
how we eat i would say so uh, don't go by uh, this fact that okay this is my breakfast time this is my lunch time and this is my dinner time there's nothing called breakfast lunch dinner time you understand your body that your body also need an internal bath you give yourself a bath every day you bathe and you you know you look nice and presentable but what about the internal bath that requires time the 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 first meal hasn't been digested yet and you stuff it with another round of meals and the stomach is like confused it wants to start the peristalsis which is your digestive process uh, but it has but it gets sabotaged because you have stuffed it with another round of food and it's confused and then it leads to flatulence it leads to bloating it leads to constipation and and eventually obesity and obesity is linked to multiple health disorders and ailments which get serious later so uh, you know when uh, when i've seen a lot of people when they get some symptoms in the heart they get pain or they get discomfort they're like oh my god there's something wrong i need i need immediate intervention but their stomach is giving them signs all their life they keep popping time to they keep keep popping hazmola they do pudin hara they do everything possible but understand that why are these warning signs coming <laughs> so i please request everyone that understand that you do not require to eat all the time you can give your stomach a, a gap an interval of at least 14 hours to cleanse from inside before you put another meal on uh, inside your stomach so try that once twice thrice and you will see that your focus is better you 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 have a sharper memory you have a better skin and hair health your stomach feels light your strength levels are better your even yoga practice will get better true very interesting point um you know thank you for that um so just flowing from there i know you know obviously given the whole lockdown situation the fact that we're pretty much always at home it becomes tougher to sort of practice healthier eating um you know i know a lot of people are like oh we have nothing to do so we start eating so just from your perspective how do you stay positive during lockdown um how do you sort of you know just make sure that you're maintaining your practice of yoga maintaining healthy eating even during these times yeah yoga comes in as that uh, rescue remedy <laughs> because uh, right now apart from the covid cases that are uh, that we already seeing uh, you know we are actually seeing more number of mental health cases that are escalating globally uh, so yeah. yoga is that as i said it's a rescue remedy so uh, what i mean by that is that it kind of mediates the uh, psychosocial effects of this kind of a stress and anxiety that is cropping in and which is very very palpable because you know everybody sitting at home uh, these thoughts even if these kind of thoughts come in it is very natural i i won't say that oh don't let them come in and you know it is natural to worry about what's going to happen uh, or you know go back to the pains you must have encountered in the past so past and future this kind of a thing keeps happening it keeps you topsy turvy but what keeps you centered and brings you back to the present each time your mind wants to fluctuate to these areas is your breath awareness if you practice breathing if you practice mindful breathing and cultivate and try to cultivate an awareness i would say it is highly transformative uh 
you don't have to practice extraordinary mudras or very difficult pranayamas you know that is very difficult for a layman to really uh, as a yoga practitioner i can say sci-fi names and you know do this do that but it's not humanly possible for somebody who does not have an experience to do that sitting at home so yeah. all you have to do is just try to practice uh sitting wherever you are right now i'm on my laptop and i'm doing an office uh, zoom call so i can practice uh this easy breathing technique which is your ujjayi breathing it simply translates into saying victorious breath so you're trying to have a victory over your breath so that is the deep equanimous and rhythmic breathing that you do you take the inhalation from your nasal passage and you exhale out the same way while retaining the breath for few counts inside your body so let's see how we do it uh so we sit straight in the spine and we take the breath from our nasal airways the mouth is completely shut so we do that and really make that sound audible because this is the sound of the ocean that we're trying to create here and we retain it for at least a count of 5 10 seconds so let's start one after 10 we start to exhale out so similar is the pattern that uh, you have a mental count of say around 5 counts that you took the inhalation for mm-hmm. and same is the exhalation count and retention count of the breath is longer that is the ratio we're trying to maintain so what is happening in this when i'm doing all this calculation i'm not thinking of anything else so i'm letting the vital energy force which is your prana flow through my body with this kind of a breathing now this kind of a breathing is very easy for people to relate to understand and they can practice this like 5 6 times in their desk on their bed while cooking or while reading paper or watching tv it's it's accessible mm-hmm. so just do that no i completely agree you know one very interesting point um, that you brought up over here was that very often people tend to get intimidated um yes. you know in the sense that when you talk especially you know yoga of course but when you talk about meditation you know people are like oh i have to sit cross legged on the floor half an hour 45 minutes um you know there's yes. a lot of this generally people don't really know what it means to be mindful how to sort of go about that and as you're saying you know it's completely correct um even for like the you know one minute two minutes to able to maintain this breathing um and just you know sort of center yourself be more mindful of your, everything around you it's very helpful you know and i i've heard of course and i've seen in myself as well maybe in the beginning you can only do one minute without getting distracted but over time it becomes five 7 10 minutes um so you know i think that's a great point uh why is this called victorious breath because uh see our mind is really monkeying around all the time and that's what patanjali yoga sutra also says that yoga chitta vritti nirodha which translates into saying that uh you know yoga controls the fluctuations of our mind so how it does it it can only happen when you control your breath because if you see how are we alive the breath is visiting our body in and out it's going out we don't, you know invariably in advertently it's coming in and it's coming out but when you become aware of it you cultivate an awareness towards it with mindful practice of breathing so then it you're trying to establish a victory over your breath then you can maneuver your mind your thoughts in the way you want to mold it to 
so you want to think of something it's going somewhere else you're bringing it present you breathe <laughs> and you you know you're able to uh, have victory over your mind and that is why it's called uh, victorious breath great thank you very interesting actually didn't know that we have another question here from just last week so i saw just last week comment earlier as well um he or she said that they had attended your online classes as well and um that they were excellent um thank so you so the question is um are there any other simple breathing techniques or um uh, techniques other than ujjayi pranayama yes uh, these days it's a uh, summer time so i always say that shitli pranayama is the best pranayama but what really works for me what i really like apart from the uh, uh the shitli pranayama is the uh, buzzing bee pranayama or the bhamari pranayama which i make my kids also do i find it very very calming it instantaneously calms down your nervous system also and uh, i think everyone should do bhamari pranayama every day uh, because a- any anything that you have above your throat any kind of ailment any kind of problem eyes are watery eyes get red eyes get tired ent problem breathing uh, problem congestion it just uh, removes everything and also your skin related problems hair related problems you have stress you have depression you feel irritable everything the rambar i would say is probably pranayama <sighs> great thank you for that um so one more question um you know something that i've been quite interested to get to as well is um you know i know one thing that you sort of um we spoke about earlier as well just generally how do you sort of cleanse or detox naturally so you know today um especially when this e-commerce space you know a lot of fmcg companies a lot of products take this juice cleanse 5 days don't eat anything only drink this juice and you will be cleansed or like you know go on these diets do this you know keto diet 10 days cleanse fitness trend so you know i know all of these not necessarily the most natural way to go about it so what do you recommend in terms of a detox or a natural cleanse yes excellent question uh, thank you for bringing that uh so i would like to say here that guys i am almost going to be 38 and as far as i remember i have never ever fasted in my whole life so 5 days i it's like i don't even know how people do it and why they do it uh what i have done is this is what i would like to say that i have never had excessive sugar in my life i don't even remember when i had white sugar last um i drink loads and loads of water every day close to 3 to 4 liters this is what i do uh so that i feel is a natural detox the biggest detox because it is available i would like to only talk of the things which are available and accessible uh keto diet i definitely have no idea because i have never done any fad or fashion diet like atkins or this or that i've always always eaten home cooked food i eat only plant based diet i eat a lot of plants you see me eating a lot of methi a lot of palak a lot of uh, avocado anything which is green it just fancies me somehow so i eat a lot of fruits i have a dedicated food, fruit time um i do 
16 hours to uh, 16 to 18 hours of fasting before i take my wow. next meal so i have a window in a day where i eat that's my eating window and then i have a window where it's ziplock so other than fluids and liquids nothing goes inside and only after 16 to 18 hours i will take the next meal for letting my entire digestive tract clear on its own from any of the dirt grime pollutants that are there apart from that i'm already doing the shat kriyas as i said that any kind of pranayama or breathing technique that you do you can practice uh, uh, kapal bhati bhasrika all these pranayamas are there to detox your body from inside completely um and uh, what else i can say i think human beings are designed to have a plant based diet and you will definitely see that you know the changes that i'm saying ma'am you might be like you know maybe it's not going to work it works for her so what but if you only incorporate and give it time uh, to see results maybe 10 to 15 days you will you will start noticing the difference in your energy levels the way you think your entire perspective about things changes it is it is really drastic great thank you for that um you know i think it's very inspiring that you actually haven't had any refined sugar in a long time um you know and deep fried i forgot to mention deep fried food <laughs> no that's yeah. great you know very inspiring um i know that's extremely difficult um but you know i definitely think you know i'm going to give this a shot our viewers should as well um yes. one last question before we wrap up how um you know do you have online classes how do people sort of contact you um and you know how do they sort of get they can contact me lessons? on my web page <laughs> garyabandari.com but i'm also uh, doing a lot of classes on various uh, uh, aggregator forums but apart from that i have my own youtube channel uh, called garima bandari on instagram i try to do live uh, most of the times but since i'm too inundated with a lot of uh, group and corporate uh, classes so i'm trying to focus on that but uh, but yes uh, for sure i'm doing classes i'm all there for yoga so anybody who wants to take up a class with me can email me or or dm me on my instagram or my youtube leave in a comment i'm very very available i do check and take out time to answer to all my comments and uh, emails so anybody who is interested uh, so please do drop me a message or a mail great thank you so much garima this was an absolutely excellent session you know very insightful i've learned a lot i'm sure viewers as have as well uh and lastly before i go i would like to say to everyone who's tuned in that uh, stay positive stay healthy and please try to practice little bit of yoga every day and you will see that there are plain to find yourself more emotionally stable and mentally calm so educate your mind and heart both with this sacred practice called yoga thanks for listening to this episode of dr vedya's heal at home until the next episode we'd love to hear back from you for questions feedback or anything else you can find us on instagram and linkedin at dr vedya's and we'd love to have a chat with you And if you like what you heard then don't forget to press the subscribe button and do share it with your friends and family we're nothing without our listeners